the national champion is clad in and big on. orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Holly and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Good afternoon and thank you for joining us this Monday afternoon, October 16th. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and I am joined in the studio this afternoon. But as always, Coach Mike is on the boards, and we've got a special guest this afternoon. Big Lou Maddox is in and going to give us a Knoxville report. He was in he was in K Town this weekend, and we'll get to that a little bit later. But uh, for those of you who got up early on Sunday morning. We're sorry. I, I, <laughs> we apologize. I, I apologize for that. You should have stayed in bed and uh, uh, instead of getting up early, and uh, unless there were a, you know, unless there were a lot of adult beverages flowing, it probably well, you needed them. Absolutely, the Titans took it on the chin from the Baltimore Ravens, twenty-four to sixteen, in London, in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. In Northeast London, and uh, you know, there's just not a whole lot to say about what went on, other than the fact that Tannehill uh, injured his ankle in the third quarter when the Titans were trailing eighteen to thirteen at the, I believe, at the end of the third quarter. And uh, Coach Mike Vrabel chose to put in Malik Willis. Well, but not before by, he stayed in and, and well threw by a pick. rules they. The the new the new NFL rules is new this year. They could have a third quarterback as an emergency quarterback, but in order for him to even step on the field in any capacity, both the number one quarterback and the number two quarterback have to be injured to the point where they cannot play. Okay. So that, that's a new NFL rule. They okay. allow him to carry a third quarterback, okay. and, and which I, means that and, if Willis or Levis was dressed out, but he wouldn't have been able to play unless Malik Willis would have was, gotten hurt. Right. Right. Correct. So Malik Willis is designated as the backup. Right. Correct. And not not Levis. Right. Right. So people are people are saying, well, why not Levis instead of Willis? I mean, that's just a coaching decision. Well, yeah. Earlier I mean, in the week. Now the the, the way the NFL. You're allowed 53 people. You can suit the 54th person is that extra quarterback, and he can only play in the emergency situation. Now, they could have carried three quarterbacks in their 53-man roster, and he could have gone in and out as needed. Okay. But that would have cost him another position on that player. 50, on that 53-man right. roster. Right. Well, Tannehill mentioned after the game that his his ankle was pretty banged up, and he couldn't really push off of it, and he really – uh, of course, you know, as, as people know, uh, you know, you need to have healthy legs and ankles in order to throw the football yes. effectively, especially in the NFL. And, um, Tim and we Hill, saw that he tried to stay in yeah. and, and threw an interception. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't, couldn't and drive. He it just said he couldn't, yeah. he just couldn't operate in normal fashion. So he came out, they carted him off, uh, literally off the field on a cart, 
Um, and in came Malik Willis. Did did a couple of good things. Had a big big play to Tajay Spears. Um, Spears did most of that work. Yeah, and and <laughs> and I get that, but you know. He got it to him. I mean, that was his he job. He got it to him, and, and that, that, yeah. that's what he's supposed to do. Of course, now the Titans have given up the fifth most sacks in the NFL. Um, and after this game against Baltimore, they were tied for fourth because they gave up two just two sacks. It seemed like more than that to me. Man, I can't, I can't imagine being a fan of those other three teams because yeah. <laughs> we get sacked every absolutely. single play, it well, seems like. absolutely. And a lot of the stuff that we're seeing, you know, what we're remembering are not necessarily – technically sacks their hurries and the, you know, that he's throwing off his back foot he's throwing under duress and mm-hmm. stuff they don't count as sacks right. but they do count i mean they do affect the throws yeah and, um uh, well vrabel said moving forward vrabel has said that uh he's considering all options <laughs> and when that when asked about what what's going to go what's going to happen with either levis or willis moving forward uh, as you know, if you watch the ball game, um, and I was a little disappointed because I had, I, I, for some unknown reason, I put money on uh, a small wager on the Titans just to make the game a little bit more interesting mm-hmm. to watch. And the Titans got down to the one-yard line. And ran to the right. And... <laughs> By the time that by the time that series was over, they yeah. were on their twenty, they yeah. were on their twenty-two or twenty-three yard line, I believe. Even though if they if they would have scored anyway, they still would have had to kick an onside kick. And well, yeah, I, I'm talking about covering for some money. Oh, okay. yeah. I, you know, at that point, I, I mean, I've already pretty much given up. Uh, you know, I just wanted to punch it in, punch it in, cover that five and a half points, and then we'll worry about the winning the ball game. Hell, they can't even punch it in from the one yard line. They go twenty yards in the opposite direction. Well, when you yeah. when you're on the one yard line and you don't bring in your two hundred and forty seven yeah. pound running back that's yeah. six foot four, um, and you try to get cute. Yeah, you know you, you pay, you pay you the expect? price. Okay, for all the Tannehill naysayers, you're about to find out what life is like. With your other two guys. Well, and I and, did. And, and, that, and so look, we're, we're not, about to see. I'm not happy about putting either one of them yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. I'd, like, I'd really like for our guy that we're paying over $20 million a year to be an effective, quality uh, NFL quarterback. And now and, he, it's, uh, and, and, and to be honest with you, he has yet to prove that this year. Well, he's running for his life. If well, they if they would spend some money, some of that money on their line, that he he would have. Again, the last time they were effective was when they had their line together you know, for the whole year. And, and I'll and, say it again. But he's got it all in his pocket. And that's I'll say it again. I've said it before on this show, and I'll say it again. The best player on the Titans team is their punter. kicker. Is their punter Ryan Stonehouse? Well, that's kick, it. And their kickers, and their kicker, and their kickers a close second. Yeah, yeah. Nick, Nick, Nick Falk is pretty good kicker <laughs> if, if they can ever get it past the fifty yard line. Yeah. And, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, the best player on the Titans team is most, Ryan Stonehouse, the most productive one, the punter yeah. by far. He is an All Pro, and that is probably the only member of the Titans team that is going to make the Pro Bowl, which doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah, but. That. Uh, it's, it's sad that, to say that we'll that we'll make the Pro Bowl. It's sad to say that you know the majority of the seasons that I've been a fan for over the past ten to twelve years, that's been the case because Brett yeah. Kern was before that, and that's he right. was he was and the terrific. best player on, on yeah. a lot of bad Titans teams. Absolutely as well. terrific. Now so the trend continues. The Titans uh, are at two and four now. 
Um, they have a bye next week, so they're not going to get beat. The Titans, news, the spoiler alert, folks, you listening out there, Titan fans, the Titans will not lose next week. I can guarantee – I'll guarantee you that. that. Yep. I'll guarantee you. You can put money on that that's one. Right. Yeah, that's that's an eight ball prediction right there. They will not lose <laughs> next week. So, But they uh, are rapidly getting to decision point of if they lose one or two more games. Now, here, here's one thing I did here. The last time the Titans were two and six. Two and four. Two and four, excuse me. Two and four. They're not the last two and time six they, yet. Not They're yet. Not yet. Hang on. The Hang last on. time they were two and four, they played in the AOC championship. Okay. I mean, I'm, so I'm, I it's haven't not, lost all hope. It's not out of the reach yet. Now, but they make it hard, but hard yeah. for me to have any hope. I mean, I haven't lost all hope. But the Titans, like like many Titans fans, but they've got to give me something to yeah. hope for. Yeah. I never. I mean, I mean, yeah, I never lose hope. I'm going into every week thinking, you know, yeah, there's a chance. Yeah, there's it's gonna be, this this, gonna this be is Cincinnati the NFL. Any week. given Sunday, any given like Sunday, Jim you can catch Carrey, lightning uh, in a bottle. You, you know, know, like Jim Carrey on Dumb and Dumber. So, so there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's. So you're telling me there's. <laughs> but uh and so they they have a bye this coming weekend and then they play then the Atlanta Falcons come up and play uh in Nissan Stadium on noon the following Sunday. Um okay coach, fifty years ago today, what happened? Not today, but it's fifty, 50, year, 50 this years year, ago this year in the NFL. The what Miami Dolphins completed are, an undefeated you season. Are the last team to accomplish that feat the don shula coach miami dolphins 50 the 53 years defense the old Nin- 53 defense 19 Nick bonacani that's right don shula that's right uh let's see uh thunder not thunder and lightning it was, it was jim kick and larry zonka was mercury morris part mercury of that morris, team yeah. i think that's part of that team uh I mean, you know, we're, we're Earl, killer, Morrell, Earl Morrell, the was, killer bees, <laughs> you go, the, killer way bees back. the killer bees, bomb Howard from Alabama and all those guys, didn't they, no, were they playing yet down there at that I don't time? I think so okay. by that point, but, okay. uh, but maybe they came a little later. Yeah, Nick Bonacani hosted his annual party, uh, when the last, when the last teams, the last undefeated teams get beat. Each they year pop, in yeah, the each NFL. Year, he, he hosts a big party and they watch to see who the last two teams and they have a big champagne there you go. Uh, celebration and so, stuff. So 50, 50 years, years ago, running. 1973, the Dolphins completed the only perfect season ever in the NFL history, in NFL history. Um, and that that record will stand for at least one more year. Yep. Um, because yesterday, two teams entered Sunday – as the only two undefeated teams in the NFL. Yeah, and I got to go ahead and eat my crow. Well, that, you, know, that I, I, you know, I and I want. I kind of looked at you a little funny when you said something what, what about it. What did I say on fr- <laughs> Coach? What did I say on Friday show? What did I say about the Jets? What did I tell you? The Jets what did I say about the Cleveland? Yeah, what did I tell you about the Cleveland San Francisco yep, game? Yeah, you said they were going to sneak up and get them. And Cleveland was going to yeah, win Cleveland was going to get them, and I kind of looked at you a little funny what and even even chuckled. And what was the I said I'm I'm having to. Eat okay. my crow. Well, I just, and, and I'm, not, I'm not on you. I know. Much. Hey, I just we have fun with this show, absolutely. and and that's absolutely. all part of it. Yeah, that's absolutely. The, the the you get you you get to gloat this <clears> today. Absolutely. <laughs> now, now I told you, and I told the listeners out there that Cleveland was going to beat San Francisco on Friday. Yep. Big upset. Um, little did I know at that time, Deshaun Watson. Was was, that? was was not was was out. I didn't would, feel. Would I didn't, you have I, said I'm that be had honest. you known Watson was out? Probably not. <laughs> and, and I started to feel worse. The the number the line jumped from with Watson in from four and a half to nine and a half. 
And that jumped five points, which is a huge yeah. leap in NFL football so double, terms and, and gambling. Double, double Basically the double the lines. Now, uh, so I wasn't feeling that great about it. Jake Moody missed a 41-yard field goal for San Francisco at the end of that ball game, and Cleveland held on 19-17. to 17. Now, the other game I predicted was a history-making game, and that was – I predicted that the Jets at home would beat the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. And I really looked at you sideways about that and, one. And people said, why is that why is that history? Because because the the Jets beat the Eagles at home. Because the Jets had never beaten the Philadelphia Eagles ever in franchise home history. No, yeah, not just not How just many at home. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is forever. In their, in, in, oh, in 12 in their franchise history, yeah. Now in they the are 1-12. Fran- in, in franchise history, the Eagles had never lost to the, to the Jets, and the Jets in 12 games prior to yesterday had never beaten the Philadelphia Eagles, and yesterday that Jets defense rose its head as Jalen Hurts tossed three interceptions – and the Jets hung on to win twenty to fourteen, and that was a big, that was a pretty big upset. So and a huge all, upset. And like I said, there were two teams undefeated going into yesterday in the NFL going into yesterday, starting yesterday's games, and there are no longer any undefeated teams in the NFL. Both of them fell. San Francisco fell to Cleveland. And, and and Philadelphia fell. Like to give Jets. credit where credit is due, the, the Jets head coach has been has done a masterful job of rebuilding from the the ashes of, right. of the what Aaron Rodgers. What was problem, almost you know, what what was what disaster Jets, of Jets a season. And other football yeah. fans consider just a, disastrous, a catastrophic yeah. injury to to their to their superstar quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Um to their whole season because right. they, they everything was built around him, um, and so and they so made themselves three and three now. Yeah, they yeah. made themselves competitive, and, uh, the, and, and that defense is, there is you go. probably the best yeah. in the league, and other than what, Cleveland. And after the way the, the Buffalo Bills looked last night <laughs> against the hapless New York Giants, who who had <laughs> two separate <laughs> opportunities to make to possibly. Put themselves in a Dayball, position. Dayball about to had win a stroke that, twice. To win that ball game <laughs> as being almost sixteen point underdogs, they were fifteen and a half point underdogs, and I had a little money on the Giants uh, because I like those underdogs. Man, I, re- I really wish Tyrod Taylor would have been able to pull it out in his in his former yeah. you know, first you know, starting they, town. I've, and there was a total implosion at the end of the first half from the one from the. Buffalo Bills one yeah. yard line uh, for the Giants. They scored no points, and then coach at the end of the game, the very same scenario got with uh, a pass four seconds. He had a yeah. pass interference in the end zone. Got the ball at the one yard line with five seconds to go in the game, and uh, had to have a touchdown at that point. Uh, they couldn't kick a field goal to to save the game. Which and if they had had a field goal at the end at of the first at the half. end of the first half, you know. Uh, they would have right. won. You know, in the NFL, you know, at the yeah. end of the first half, at the, in the NFL, at the end of the first half, he, he had first and goal at the one yard line with 15 seconds to go, no yeah. timeouts. In the NFL, that's three plays. That's three plays. If you pass, three shots to the end zone. Yeah, yeah if you pass, their quarterback sees something, and and you could, you could see. Dabble going to his assistant coaches like who in the blankety blank called that play? And he goes, I didn't. I yeah, called it was this. All, it was all on Tyrod. It, it came back to the quarterback and, and you know, option. And, and I was going to say, 
you know, having two of those type situations in one and, ball game, and you co- get, and you come up empty on both, you know that that can cost somebody their job. I'm just yeah. I, I don't know if it yeah. has yet or not. Whether it's coaching staff, players, I don't know what the deal is, but just pay attention to what's going on with the New York Giants. That could cost yes. somebody their job in the NFL. Uh, did you know that last night was the first time? In the Super Bowl era, not error, but era, era, that a team has lost to another team with more rushing yards. The the, the Mm -hmm. team with more rushing Rushing yards yards lost the game. Lost lost the game. Yeah. Think about that. So you're telling me that. It's the a first team with, time. So you're in, telling me that every team that wins the rushing yardage battle since 1967 has won the football game? Yes. That's what, I'm that, that's what, not so sure about that. that I, but it's, I, 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 again, I, the Giants are the first team since the Super Bowl era to lose with more rushing yards. Look it up. Look it up. You, you guys out there listening, look it up. If we're wrong, I, I say that's. With all if the years and all the passing game, all the passing greats that we've had in in the NFL, okay. I can, uh, all right. look boy, it up. We, I tell you what, on this on this first break, we'll look it up and we'll see what, what's okay. going on. Okay, um, so that's what I mean. That that's hey. Before we go, before we go to break, I gotta I gotta give credit where credit is due. Not only did you call the two, you had the trifecta this weekend. You know, okay. And, go, and go ahead. Tell know. me, tell me what I did right this weekend because my wife tends to tell me everything that I do wrong. <laughs> well, again, one long. of those one of those things that I looked at you. In fact, I even said you're a little out there when you said that was picking Stanford to beat Colorado. Uh, Colorado. And I just I said I don't think well, Stanford got I mean, enough juice you. about. And you didn't it. believe it either, right? I didn't believe it. Not only when it was yeah, you just kind of mentioned. Nothing, but not only not only that, it was they they made the his, a historic comeback to do it. Oh, I, I mean, it I, looked like I, I in the first in the first half up that in the morning. In the first half, it looked like Colorado was just and it was it was in the plus instead of the negative. Yeah. I was I couldn't believe it. So and then the catch and the catch will be replayed and replayed and replayed and replayed. The catch on the off the guy's helmet yeah. is. Was, we can, I tell you what, we're going we're, we're going to talk about another catch that was made last night and heard all around the state of Texas, uh, and it's been seen over and over again in the state of Texas. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake for Coach Mike Big Lou. We'll be right back. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike on the board and our good friend and uh, local play-by-play guy and just all-around good guy. I think I think Big Lou, we agree with me on that. I mean, I, you know, some people, like, I, I, I tend to try to pick out things I don't like about them, so I really don't have to like them a lot. But Big Lou, you know, there's nothing. I don't, I don't have anything I can really – 
You know, uh, the only thing you drink except our college football preferences. Well, yeah, I mean you're the only thing, the only thing you're I got on fan, but you were you're kind of born into that. You know what I mean? I mean you don't you don't know. Yeah, me. you know you're so born you, in Tennessee. So you're a Tennessee fan, you right? Don't, you don't you don't <laughs> you don't know any better. <laughs> see, see you. I guess you, so. Yeah. See, you've been just kind of. Uh, you just haven't been shown the light. Brainwashed? I don't know. But, I'd but, say the same thing about you, Drake. But, but. You, well, you know, I, I get it. I get it. I uh, will say, Drake, the, 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 the big thing I've got on him you know, is, that I, is, is jealousy more than yeah, anything. Is yeah, that, he's so young and good looking. And, 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 I just, and good at what he does with man, us. I mean, that's. Absolutely. I've, I've, I've just gotten started in this. And, uh, you know, here, here's a, you know, I'm a teacher. I'm used to being the one who does the training. I'm used to being the one that does the teaching. And I, when I came in here, it was kind of like, uh, what was it? Peter, it was a De Niro movie. The, the intern. De yeah. The intern. No, Peter the De Niro. In, yeah. The Robert intern, De the, six, the 61 year old intern. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly what I was. Okay, right. <laughs> and, and I had this young high school kid telling me how to do I, my job. <laughs> and I just, and, and I just hope that. The, and, and thank folk, goodness he did a good job too. And folk, <laughs> People out there listening to the show, uh, I just hope that uh, Lou, when he hits it big and is working for the yeah. likes of CBS or Fox ESPN or whoever, or ESPN, uh, I just hope he remembers the small yes, people yeah, that, members, members these that he stepped on on the <laughs> way up. And, uh, well, well, guys, and that would be you and me, Mike. So well, guys, guys, the feeling is reciprocated because... <laughs> It's my fall break right now, and yeah. I choose to be with you guys in this, you know, in this little room. We certainly appreciate. We certainly appreciate that. And you spent the weekend in on the hill in Knoxville, right? On the top. And so the uh, Knoxville, and, and and we'll we'll get to. Well, let me let me turn to that real quick because um, Tennessee uh, pulled it out. Pulled out a yep. twenty to thirteen win over A and M, and did you did you encounter many A and M fans while you were up? There? Yeah, it, I mean, it was like they, I, mean, I saw a lot of Texas well. license plates. They I traveled well. I did not go to the game. Um, just you know, hung around, hung out around the campus festi- and the festivities took place, uh, took took part before and after. Yeah, and all of that. Uh, you know, you probably got some nonsense. sleep during the game. <laughs> probably get a little very, rest yeah. during the game. It was things. very very ugly. To watch and, and boring to watch uh, until the D. Williams punt return, but yeah. And um, so the A and M fans, let's get back to the A and M fans and how how they how they were overall. How, what, I don't think that I've seen you that grade many them on a, on a from 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 bad to good fans on a, on a scale of one to ten. What would you get? I mean, I think those guys were just happy to be there. Okay. It just seems. I mean, they they, they weren't mean. Uh, okay. Encountered a lot. I've heard of, a lot of good stuff about the A and M fans, and that, that they're 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 passionate, but they're also very friendly and so very sociable. I've seen a lot of stories, uh, you know, after the game of of Tennessee fans talking about how many Texas A and M fans they saw either dancing or singing along to to, to Rocky Top yeah. <laughs> during the game, which which was good astounding to me. And, and you know, that's great. You know, eventually. Uh, when you're around that atmosphere, you kind of get sucked into it. Well, now, you know, I, I went to Alabama to college. Uh, I was enrolled. I didn't go to a lot of classes, but I was enrolled there for a few years. And um, uh, we went back for the game uh, in Tuscaloosa against Johnny Manziel, mm. in which in which Manziel pretty much single-handedly in the fourth quarter took control of that football game. The whirling and, and, dervish and A and M and A and M fans won in Tuscaloosa. Now, 
A&M hadn't been in the SEC really. It was like, for, was that year one or two? For too long. First or second year, yeah. For too long. And so I noticed as we were walking in, there were a lot of – I saw a lot of the maroon and white uh, with the little trimmed in gray. Mm-hmm. That's kind of their three colors. And they were they were just as we were going through security gates coming into Bryant-Denny Stadium, you know, I just noticed they were all – there wasn't any – they were all just kind of quiet and moving right along and orderly, and there wasn't any out, outburst or you know they were uh, they were just basically football fans there in Tuscaloosa, very well behaved, and uh, and you know you can appreciate that as an Alabama fan because they they had just gotten into the SEC. And they were behaving much mm-hmm. better than the majority <laughs> of other fans <laughs> that have been that there co- all their lives. That have been there coming into Tuscaloosa for decades. It's kind of like walking and into I'm somebody's house that, for the first time. And I'm going to say that about Arkansas fans. I'm going to say that about Georgia fans, Tennessee fans, Vanderbilt fans. You name it across the board. They have a habit of when they when they get pretty good and have a chance to knock Alabama off its high horse so to speak or beat stop being the king of the mountain the high horse is about right they they come in <laughs> they come in with their chest boat out and they look these guys had johnny manziel yeah. they had johnny football they had the man running the show they could have come in and and talking some trash because they had a shot little do we know that he absolutely paid off and johnny manziel and they and they had that guy and on their team. walked out victorious now it's i was gonna now, make the analogy it's kind of like walking into somebody's house for the first time you know tennessee mm-hmm. is, is used to walking in and and you just having it out for for alabama fans and tuscaloosa but a&m fans just want to behave especially yeah. in, you know? in, they, in the in their first year yeah. in the sec they're yeah. like okay we're walking in the field get in the field yeah want to be want to be polite you know you come in you want to make a good impression and, and get the feel of things <laughs> didn't no, now, now they, but they again they still are a pretty good fan base. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't remember hearing too much yeah. out of out of. They got. They have, uh, cheer, line. They have cheer coaches. You know, yes. dudes. Dudes dressed up, not as cheerleaders. No. Well, they're. they're but they, they have, have a they huge, have, huge ROTC program. Right. A and monstrously they, and they, huge. And they have these. They have these cheer coaches, and the whole everybody has to kind of learn. And they have practice. I think they yeah. call. I think they, yeah. call, they, like go, the they night, go to practice the, the night the, before. The night before. Yeah, they, they go out they and practice get together, the cheers. Go to the stadium or somewhere, yeah. and they all show them how you know what the the, the what signals, the signals these are going to be. Yeah, cheer codes. But anyway, let me let's get back to the game. Jimbo Fisher, is, is the game moved past Jimbo Fisher? I mean, there were some there were some times there was some there was some clock management issues. I mean, there was some stuff going on that with A and M this past weekend in Knoxville that I kind of was looking. At the TV and looking at Jimbo Fisher and going, why are you the, doing that? Yeah. Why I was thinking has, that last year. Has the, ga- has the game kind of it's, this game moved on past? Jimbo I don't think Fisher it's past him. I think it's bigger than what he's. You know, he's there's. Okay, I'm a sociology minor in college. There's this thing called the Peter Principle. You're going to advance as far as your incompetence will let you. And basically, it's a deal where people move up in jobs up until they hit a point where it's, it's too big for them. And then they stall out and they start. And I think he's hit, you know, I found out in my life, I'm a really good assistant. I'm a pretty good coordinator. I'm not that great a head coach. Okay. I've hit my line. My, my line is there. And so when I've tried every, every 
shot I've ever had as a head coach hasn't turned out very well. Every shot I've had as an assistant or as a coordinator turned out really well. So I've kind of hit where that is. I think Fisher has hit that point. And uh, he's, 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 a great, he's a great football mind. He's not really that great a head football coach you in know, a big, big program. Now, a smaller program, he'd probably be great. Even though he's been to the top of the mountain uh, with Florida State. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, has that been 10 years now? Hard yeah. to believe that with yeah. Jameis yeah, Winston. Been, but it was 10, 10 years yeah. ago. Yeah, absolutely. Was. Yeah, I, I, I'd kind of agree with you. I think I it's. Mean, I, don't, I just don't know. I, it just looked like there were some times, there were some clock management issues, there were some different things that I would have done. I'm not even a football coach. But I know enough about football. I'm knowing when to get to timeouts properly, when to get get, squ- mm-hmm. to get as many seconds. When you're behind, you need to be getting as much time on that clock as possible when you're behind. And when you're ahead, you need to be milking that clock for the most time possible. And I don't believe Jimbo Fisher and Bobby Petrino were doing those things to put their team I'm, in a winning position I have position a feeling they're not quite Saturday. used to the new, the new, rule, new clock rules. Yeah. And, and and that's taking some it's taking some adjustment on a lot of coaches' part, but I think yeah. it's really coming back to get them. Jimbo Fisher, Bobby Petrino, you can probably throw Tyrod Taylor into the into the Drake there class for, for yeah. clock management well, that, as bring well. Bring them on. I'll, I'll <laughs> teach him a little something. I promise you. The Associated Press top twenty-five football poll is out. The top four remain the same with Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and Florida State. Uh, the being the top four now. The next sixth in the top ten is Washington moved up two to number five with their win over Oregon. Uh, Oklahoma dropped down one spot, but but they were off this past weekend, Coach. So, I mean, you know, that that just shows you. And and you know what? And I think in the Heisman Trophy uh, race, I think there was some cannibalizing going on this weekend between Caleb Williams – uh, Sam Hartman mm-hmm. came out on top on that one, but Sam's already lost two games. And then in the Washington Bo Nix run, I think I think Bo Nix was kind of kicked out because Michael Penix Jr. in that same league the last year, the Pac-12, which is this year, uh, came out victorious in that game. Uh, number seven is Penn State. Eight is Texas. Nine is Oregon. Uh, sitting at five and one, North Carolina, who came out on top of Miami, which I predicted, uh, is number ten. Alabama stays at eleven. Oregon, St- Oregon State twelve. Ole Miss thirteen. Utah is at fourteen. Notre Dame moves up six spots to fifteen. Duke up one. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, to sixteen. And the Vols move up two spots to number seventeen. So, uh, Southern Cal drops. Eight spots to number 18. LSU moves up three to 19. And then number 20 is Missouri as they came out victorious at Kentucky. And Louisville uh, took it on the chin from Pittsburgh this weekend, which was hard to believe. I mean, after the way Louisville looked <laughs> against Notre <laughs> Dame. I mean, beat the they, brakes off of them they pretty looked much. Like, they, I mean, uh, they looked like no, hangover. I was thinking, good God, I'm scared I would want to play Louisville. <laughs> and then they play lowly Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's like one in five. They go to Pittsburgh this weekend and get the hell beat out of them in Pittsburgh. 
It's kind of hard to believe. That's, I, mean, I, I really have is. a feeling there was a big emotional hangover from beating Notre Dame. And I they mean, didn't, obviously. And being college kids, they didn't quite make that adjustment. Probably their Super Bowl in, in Kentucky. Obviously, uh, I mean, I just couldn't believe it. I, I had money. I bet on Louisville. I thought seven points was a gift. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Start watching that ball game, and Louisville basically was never in the. I don't know. I don't even think they had the lead at any point. Yeah, that, that Notre Dame yeah. game was was probably the biggest win in the yeah. whole state of Kentucky that made their in a year. very I mean, long maybe time. Maybe they were all still taking drunk. a shot at those wild. Maybe cats. they were all still drunk on on Kentucky bourbon up there. I don't know what I don't know what Louisville was doing, but uh, I just couldn't believe they took it on the chin like that uh, uh, from Pittsburgh. You know, yeah. which is one in five. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about the Alabama Crimson Tide. They they won by three points, 24-21 this weekend in Tuscaloosa. Lucky to lucky to come yeah, out of that yeah. one, really. Uh, you know, I mean. Looked good and looked pretty pretty. Now that one, I kind of – I said Arkansas does well when they, you know, they, they – they've got that underdog chip on their yeah. shoulder and, uh, well, I tell and you they what, came up. But if you watch Alabama, that – the uh, Milrow, he throws and – Beautiful mm, arch yeah. and deep ball. And Feels you know like it stays did? up there forever. And, yeah. I know, but do you know what that allows your receivers to do? Adjust. That yeah. gives your receivers kind of like a fly ball. Kind of like the difference between a fly ball in the outfield. And a line drive. And a yeah. line drive. Yeah. It gives you time to, 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 adjust. to adjust. Of course, when Arkansas blows their coverages like they did. Well, I, I understand when, when you're open, When you're open by 12 yards. But, but if you've been watching – you have to give Alabama and Milrow some credit. If you've been watching Alabama football this year – improved a lot he's, he's improved and he throws that ball like i said to where the receivers it's can a, run can sprint under and it's it. a soft long ball that's, that's right a, that's it, a, it's like he's that's, throwing lawn darts yeah. up in the air and Absolutely. just fall out so, of the sky uh, and you know alabama broke out i think it was 24 to 10 maybe something like that and then uh, 24 to 7. And then Arkansas came back and Alabama kind of went to sleep. And that just gives more fuel for a coach like Nick Saban to chew some butt this coming week yeah. in practice and not allow uh, your DBs, uh, your defensive line, and your linebackers just to basically sl- try to sleepwalk the fourth quarter. You know, you have to finish games, right, Coach? As a defense, as an offense, you know, every aspect of the football of a football game, you have to finish, especially in the fourth quarter. But I'm glad that I'm glad that uh, they did come out on top. I didn't want them to be uh, too fired yeah. up and, and hungry yeah. for, yeah, for yeah, the Matt, game. Yeah, Matt and the Hornet coming into our game. Yeah. Well, uh, on the backside of this last break, I've got uh, Magic Eight Ball picks for the uh, National League Championship Series tonight between. Uh, the D-backs and Philadelphia. And there's also a game that's pretty much just kicked off. Uh, the American League Championship Series uh, started at 337. Started at 337 this afternoon. And they're, in the, they're, they're just getting started in it as, uh, as the Astros find themselves down a game at home. So this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. Join in the studio by Coach Mike on the board and our special guest, Big Lou Maddox, and we'll be right back.
This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hose for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, 
and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this Southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike. He's running the boards for me and giving us his insight into the world of sports. And last night, the Houston Astros at home took it on the chin from the from the in-state rival Texas Rangers and those they talked about those two teams don't really care for each other. I don't know many teams that really care for the Houston Astros as a whole. Uh, you know, definitely you don't. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. You know, I just don't like cheaters. So, uh, and 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 most other teams don't either that they go up against. But the Rangers won two to nothing last night um, behind the pitching and strong, strong pitching um, by Jordan Montgomery. He had uh, he threw. Six strikeouts, no earned runs in just a little over six innings, and one base on balls. And his counterpart, Justin Verlander, who, you know, Justin, I think he's in his twilight years uh, as far as as pitching. But uh, he pitched six innings and just gave up two earned runs, five strikeouts, and two base on balls. As he gave up a home run to uh, Texas Rangers' Letty Tavares in the fifth inning, and he also gave up an RBI to Jonah Heim of the Rangers. And those were uh, the only two runs as a stellar outfield play uh, by the Texas Rangers rookie, 21-year-old Evan Carter. And I don't know if you guys have seen it. And I don't know if you all – well – You got to know Houston's uh, – yeah, Houston's field. Yeah, to, kind of, their 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 wall kind of has a jut. Yeah, it kind of has the little notch. Yeah, it runs from left field to right, and then it kind of notches back about, about twenty feet. It's, it's it, all, it, it looks it's is, it's is bigger it than it looks. I think it's about fifteen twenty feet back. Okay, and it's back into their bullpen area. Right, and, and so and, that's uh, that's where this they uh, Altuve for the Astros was on first base, and. Um, the Astros hitter hit a shot right in kind of the where, where the bullpen is, right where that little extra 15 to 20 <laughs> feet of field goes. And uh, Anywhere else in the park, that's a home run. And Texas, Anywhere else in the park. Texas Rangers run. outfielder Evan Carter backed up, leaped up, and caught the ball. 
and Altuve was already had touched second and were pretty much on the other side. I mean, he thought it was gone or either at least yeah. off the fence, off the wall. And uh, Evan Lee, Evan Carter leaps up, 21-year-old now. He'd just been called up less than 30 games ago to the Rangers. And he leaps up, makes a catch, throws the ball back in. Uh, they did not double off Altuve. But what happened was – explain it, Coach. Yeah, Altuve, on, when, when he saw the long hit, and he he goes on and advances towards second base. In doing so, he touches second, second base and advances a step or two towards third, <clears throat> realizes that, he, that the ball is caught. And so he immediately turns and runs back to first, so he avoids – but by rule, if you touch second base, you go forward. Once you touch second base and advance, you have to touch second base coming back as you're going back to first base. And he if, neglected to do that. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't it's retouch. An appeal, if you don't retouch play, on your way back, if you've touched on your way yeah, by, back. you must touch, touch the base on the way back. But he didn't. But Altuve but he didn't do did that. not. He did not. He he stepped really stepped over it, and I believe and the shortstop noticed the second base. Yeah, the second baseman on the okay. relay play saw saw it, pointed it out to the pitcher. They appealed, it. and they appealed the play, which by rule they, they doubled out. him up. They was out. And, they were out, and yeah. they're out of the eighth inning, and that yeah. was a ball game pretty much. To and the Rangers win two to nothing. Now, um, Robbie Grossman, the Rangers' backup outfielder, who started his career in Houston. Talks about the wall in Houston, says it's one of the tougher left fields in the league just because of all the angles it has. Yeah. And uh, and and this Evan Carter, this 21-year-old phenom for the Texas Rangers, he might be somebody to watch the, the if they were to go on and beat the Astros and make it into the fall classic. He might be somebody really – Oh, he's playing with house money right now. To, that's right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's, he's a, he, he just got he called buy, up. and He won't buy uh, another dinner or, yeah. or, or beer uh, the rest of his life in uh, around the Dallas-Fort Worth-Arlington area. So, um, But anyway, last night uh, with – with Carter uh, making this terrific catch, they've already labeled him as Kid Carter in Texas. You know, <laughs> there's Billy the Kid and all these all these names. His name is now Kid Carter. So if you hear somebody refer to a baseball player as Kid Carter, you know it is that no, it is Evan Carter, twenty twenty one year old outfielder. Um, and matter of fact, coach, he can hit the ball too. Not only is he a great outfielder and made us a tremendous legendary catch. In Houston last night, he's a great uh, he's a great hitter. On top of that, now today's action, game two between the Rangers and Houston, just started at three thirty seven. Uh, that was the first pitch schedule. Probably started a little bit, just a little bit later, maybe a quarter to four. It's going on right now, um, and the Houston uh, is pretty much a coin flip on the odds. Houston's minus one twenty, and Texas is pretty much even money. With an eight and a half total on the runs, uh, the starting four, uh, the Rangers is Nathan Eovaldi, and starting for the Astros is Fromber or Frombear Valdez. Um, Eovaldi, those good old American names, right there. Eovaldi, Eovaldi <laughs> is two and zero in the playoffs, and Valdez is zero and one. And tonight, 
um, game one of the National League Championship Series is in Philadelphia, and you're talking about a bunch of nut jobs. I mean, those Philly fans are absolutely they the love craziest. their Phillies. <laughs> I mean, they, it's, it, you talk, it's nuts up there. Those guys, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I guess I, you'd like to think maybe they just drink a whole hell of a lot before game time. I don't know. No, they're just crazy. They're just they're just, <laughs> just crazy. They love the Phillies. I'm telling you, they they love it. And the fanatic, and they'll, and the they'll fanatic, be the first ones. The, and and they'll be the first ones to get on the Phillies if they're not playing yeah. well. Too. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, absolutely they will. Everyone talks about New York crowd being the, the New York, you know, Dis- market being so hard to to please and stuff like that. Philadelphia's not an easy group. And that includes, and, and, yeah, if that you're includes winning, the Eagles. If that you're, includes the Eagles. Eagles that includes and, all pro sports. And the Flyers and the 76ers. Right. Uh, you know, and, now, and if you're winning, look, there is nothing, there is no more passionate group than you have. But if you're losing, they're your toughest critics. And you know what? Pro teams, they, they put a product out there. If you're going to put a bad, if, you, if you're going to charge premium prices for seating, cold drinks, hot dogs, popcorn, and merch, then you better put a decent product out there because people and Americans work hard, including Nashvillians, Tennesseans, as well as people from Philadelphia, New York, Texas, California, wherever, Florida, wherever. People and Americans work hard for their money, and they expect when they go and play outrageous premium prices for things while they're watching their favorite team play, their favorite team better put a decent product on the field or on the court i mean you know is that asking a whole lot yeah but you also as a fan you got to realize this is there's going to be for every times. winner for every winner by by definition there's got to be a loser i understand that and but if you're, so, you're the denver broncos and you had you hadn't you hadn't beat kansas city in 16 games yeah i mean yeah you on. gotta you gotta you gotta do something at some different point, there at yeah. some point you gotta cut bait that's right. I mean, that's just the it's, way it is. So, tonight, the NLCS, there's the Diamondbacks at the Phillies. Phillies are a minus 165. Um, and Arizona is 4-1 and one in their last five road games, by the way. And Texas Rangers have not lost a playoff game this year. This year. Yeah. So uh, They're hot. Tonight, Monday Night Football. Uh is on, and the Dallas Cowboys are going to Los Angeles to play at SoFi Stadium and play against the Los Angeles Chargers, who might have Austin Eckler back. I like the over in that ball game. The Magic 8 ball says to take – he all the Magic 8 ball has is baseball, and it says take the Diamondbacks tonight and take the over seven-and-a-half runs in the Diamondback-Philly game. TD props for tonight, Keenan Allen, Donald Parham Jr., Brandon Cooks, and C.D. Lamb to score touchdowns in the Monday night football game. Is this it, Coach? Are we getting, the getting really, really close. you got about 20 seconds okay. left. Okay, what else can we talk about? I'll tell you what we can talk about. We'll talk now, about. what what do you say – who do you say is going to win tonight at the football game? In the football game, you know, you've got Dallas coming off that embarrassing loss over San Francisco on Sunday night football last week. I'm just going to have to take Dallas and say they their defense plays much better, and uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys. This is the Monday night foot. This is the Monday night football report. This is the Front Porch <laughs> Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, Coach Mike. We're out. Talk to you Thursday.